podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? So R.I.P.D. 2 is actually a prequel. Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode number uh, 146. I am your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, are Russ. Hey, guys, I'm Russ. And Peter. Tell him the man in black sent you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We are getting into it. It has been a little while. We actually we had a list that was probably double the amount of movies that we we're going to be going through this week. Uh, we just cut a bunch of them because we are. This is when, like, we cut a bunch and we end in, like, 25 minutes. And it's just like, why did we cut all those other movies? Um, which, to be fair, I'm kind of into. Um, but let's see what happens. There's been a whole lot of things that have come out in the past couple of weeks, month. When was our last podcast? It had to be October, like, right? It was early October. Yeah. It was early a October. week before Black Adam came out, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we said we were trying to get one in. We were going to get one in before Black Adam because we wanted to couple up Black Adam and Wakanda Forever. Right. And then here we are. Coupling up Black a, Adam and Wakanda a, Forever. Yeah. And this is a little inside baseball for the listeners, but we almost never get a podcast out in November at all. Uh, we normally <laughs> stop in October and then come back in January. So you're fucking welcome. You're welcome, everybody. You can't put a good movie movie podcast down. Keep a movie movie podcast down. What'd you guys think of Glass Onion? That was in theaters until today. <laughs> uh, I I, I kind of have to absolutely agree with something Russ said on Letterboxd that I didn't really uh, realize that when Edward Norton's having a good time on screen... That's great. That dude, that dude is so fun. Yes. Yeah. It was just a good... Like, I... I liked Knives Out a lot. I thought it was really good. I've rewatched it, I think, within the last month. Within the last month, I rewatched it. It's yeah. really good. And I don't know what it is, but this felt like just, like, hanging out with my friends mm. in a really great way. I think, I think the, these movies kill casting yes yes they I, do. I don't like it's just ridiculous like every time you see somebody you're like i love what they're doing i it's nice to see kate hudson eat the fuck out of a screen oh my god way. so good like everyone's just chewing up scenery and it and everything is great to look at this is just a fun fucking movie hands down yeah. You got ever you got to see it. Definitely see it. I mean, well, I was gonna say see it on the big screen, but I, if you're listening to this and you haven't, not gonna be able to. So they uh, had just announced that they might put it back in theaters after December. So I don't know. If you I look at Fandango, on that, I think I think the the film the uh, what am I called the exhibitors can put it out if they want, but they hate Netflix, so that's why they often don't. But I think this movie would destroy in the bo- in the theaters. So I don't see any reason not to. It only if you look at theaters. That's ridiculous, that's it. and it made so much money. It, it was it sold out everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, like I I couldn't just go, and I live right by the Palisades that has like nine thousand theaters, and I I theaters. had to like time it properly just to go to a, a one that was good for me because. They, most of them were sold out or close to. I mean, because so 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 much of them were sold out and people couldn't go. It, imagine if this thing even still did one week but opened in fifteen hundred theaters. 
Right. How how uh, much more money they could have made? I wonder oh, if this it, is an experiment, you know, like on yeah. Netflix's part to see like what they can do with this. I mean, I, I don't think that anything is quite as big as like Knives Out, honestly, in the long run, um, that the, that they no, are I'm going to be producing. Also, nothing like what else could you have that has an inherent rewatchability to it? Yes, and right. People would say, "Oh wow, I can't wait until December so I get to watch it again and notice the things that it revealed to me in uh, the first time around." And what? And what? I mean, what's so fun about this movie is trying to figure out who is who. And without getting into anything, I thought I got it right. And I did and I didn't. I did Mm -hmm. with the person, but Mm -hmm. the how, I was so fucking off that (laughs) it's, I now want to rewatch it and, and, and watch and see all those little things. I don't know. This was just, it was, it was just played like delightful. Everyone in the theater was having a good time. I don't know what it is with this franchise. Well, franchises, two movies. Or three soon but it's like it's scratching an itch i guess everybody had yeah mm. yeah um it, it's it was fantastic after we left last night uh, we, we checked fandango to see like uh what if th- th- it actually showed uh show times for today as well but when you went to click on the ticket it actually brought you to wakanda forever instead uh, <laughs> so that was a little that was a little weird um but there is currently and you can't buy tickets for it for some reason but december 11th at the alamo there is a q a version of this that is currently up for like sale right now tickets on but I, so but i can't find anything about it on the alamo website i can't find anything about this i think ryan johnson's doing a q a at some point is it the brooklyn one it is the downtown manhattan one um, yeah, very I, easy to get to. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> One thing uh, we should, probably should have mentioned as soon as we started talking about this that like, please stop skipping ahead. We're not going to spoil this movie. Um, yeah, we are not. Yeah, this is as much as we're going to go into depth on this. Just yeah. go see it. Really. One thing that I was very happy to see, and this is something that I was always worried about when a not because you wouldn't call Knives Out a huge production, the first one. It's got a big no. It was, it was relatively simple. Like it was a yeah. single. It was basically just all took place in that house for the most yeah. part, right? So um, you you kind of worry that a sequel to incredibly successful, Oscar-nominated box office critical success would treat itself to like almost its ego would get it in its way. And this movie doesn't feel like the Are you ready for more Knives Out? Are you ready for Benoit Blanc? You, you know, there's all this, all that stuff that you love, and like it never feels like it's winking at you or like yeah. trying to play off the fact that you already like this series or anything. It truly feels like its own of equal size movie to the first one. Yep. Yeah, Which like so refreshing. You could release this one. You like. I like with especially with murdery movies like this one could have come out first and and Knives Out could have been the second movie and it doesn't affect your reverence for either one. And I think that's not a a really easy thing to do. Um, But this is its own self-contained idea that requires nothing from the first one other than that playful style. It's just fun. And people, people having a good time is nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
that that's what, as I said, made me so happy. And the other thing, I did clock something very early on that I'll tell you guys outside of the recording later. Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh, I I put most of it together at one point. But then there's a, a huge switch that I was like, oh, great. Thank you. I was very so I'm very interested to see what this is like on a rewatch with that. Me I, too. I, That's why I almost won again last night. <laughs> yeah, because I think the first one is plays on, on repeat viewing still plays as good because it doesn't spend the the first one's more about is Marta going to get out of it than who is to blame. Right. Yeah. Which allow what what allows it to have rewatchability that I'm like when this one is slight not not exactly on that same wavelength that I'm like I'm worried about how the rewatch is, but I'm very very excited. I am super excited to watch this again. Um, I I really can't wait for it. And what is the date that it actually comes out on Netflix? I, I think it's the twenty Christmas, twenty third, something like that. Okay. So oh, it's in Friday. it's in it's in both. It is there's a Q and A at both the Lower Manhattan and downtown Brooklyn um uh alamo on december 11th let me see if i can buy ticket shot <laughs> do you want to introduce the next movie before we just pause and wait to see if fandango works for you <laughs> uh yeah yeah i can totally introduce the next movie um oh i gotta choose two seats in order to actually hit the next button though um okay yeah so a- a- after glass onion we don't want to get too deep into that one we don't want to peel away too many layers I guess one should say. I get it. But we can peel, but we can read everything back to front. Nope. Yep. About the menu. Right. That was great. I think it worked out really well. And I think think it worked when you cut this part out later. (laughs) Oh, like I don't edit these. (laughs) People will really see how how seamless it is. Uh, Live to tape. I think this movie is also so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I think the marketing plays a good role in keeping you kind of on your toes about what this is actually going to be about. I think the the trailer ending with like the people hunt, I think gave people a very different idea of what this movie is. I had a I totally thought this was going to be completely different than it was based yeah. on that specific uh, uh moment in the trailer. Yeah, like, so Oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, so even with that, like, you might also think that, oh, maybe this is just about the haves and the have-nots and, like, mm-hmm. getting even with rich people. And it's almost, at a lot of times, not even also that, which I enjoy. Yeah. It truly is just a takedown of, like, maybe food culture kind of sucks. Yeah, and I loved it for that. Yeah. <laughs> As someone with a terrible palate and not a great deal of care, it was, it. I think getting to that point uh was something very fun for me i enjoy like nicholas holt was was really doing the lord's work in this movie um he was one of the most likably unlikable people i have (laughs) ever seen in a film but I, i i i do as somebody who likes quote unquote food and yeah. enjoys cook and go to restaurants and all that bullshit. Um I think this nailed the pretension really in anyone. Like they, like yes, this was definitely taking down food, but I could see this as like taking down 
at any industry with gatekeeping. Mus- mu- like the guy yeah. who really likes records instead of fucking vinyl, uh, uh, instead of going MP3s or whatever. Yeah. I feel like Could this you- was making fun of that person that you know so deeply. Right. And I you feel like people who don't like it don't like it because they're making fun of them. This could be a movie of 100% about the music industry. This could be a movie about the movie industry. You could mm-hmm. switch this to really try to – like any commercial art form, yes. I think easily slip on that hat. Yep. But it was just fun to see food because we don't get that one that often. So it, it was – I really enjoyed myself. I, I – as much as I liked it, and I'm I'm only being critical because I liked it, I expected, knowing the pedigree and know, knowing who was in it, and that it was from uh, a director of a lot of Succession episodes, mm-hmm. and it was wow. like McKay and Farrell. So I I walked in expecting like a film version of Succession on steroids, mm-hmm. and in some yeah. senses I did get that. But at times, I I think it it had its own point of view that that sort of it didn't take me out of it, but it it shifted my expectations. Like I expected to think this was like one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life, and I love it, and it's so funny, and it was very good, and that's not bad. It was very good. I just yeah thought stupidly that this was gonna like change the world, and. That's my own fault. But I think I'm going to really enjoy this movie on rewatch. I think this is going to be one of those movies. I It's going to be on my rotation. It's going to be, I want to have a good time. I'm going to watch this movie. It was, oh, it definitely. was a lot of all Everybody in it is is super fun to watch. Uh, like all, all the actors are doing a great job. Like um, I, I think that there are so many just like perfectly executed asshole moments throughout this movie that just make it so like... But you never feel cringy while watching it because you just know like, oh, well, this is you're, you're just going to get like you're going to get the crap kicked out of you at some point um, that I loved all of the the menu cards that would pop up for each of oh, the courses. Yeah. Oh, my God. So funny. They were so funny. It's, and like even like the yeah, the, I mean, there there's bits and pieces where like they play they play with that like really well. Um, I love. How it ends as well i thought that that was just really well done and like funny and, yes. and i thought it's it is a a send-up of it is a really well done farce of of a of like this cultural uh like i don't know it's not a phenomenon but but this whole cultural force that is that should be a farce as well in a lot yeah. of ways <laughs> I like it's yeah. it's very it's very upfront with you. I think it's a very smart idea f- from very early on in the movie that I forget who in the kitchen staff says it first. Like we're all dying tonight. Yeah, that yeah. It doesn't hide that. It it it's this like it's not a movie that's trying to keep you guessing about what's going to happen. It tells you flat out very early on in the movie. Yep. And you just get to watch that unfold. And, and like, because it's like we're building this perfect menu, I think that makes it work even better. Yep. Um, Love it. Just, it's dry. Uh, yeah, yeah, joy. So good. Nicholas Holt, um, please watch The Great. Please watch The Great if you have never seen The Great. I have not seen The Great. It's so good. It's him and I've Elf. I've heard really good things, and I know it's from the guy who did The Favorite. So I don't see any reason why I wouldn't like it. 
Yeah, he's awesome. so good in that show. Yeah, he, he one Anya Taylor Joy is, and I've probably said it before. She can say so much without saying a thing. Yeah, and I feel her. She was ex- like the like the oh god the acidic thing that this movie needed to oh, like god. oh boy i know i know because you have all of these like over the top like obnoxious characters and then she's this like stable presence i don't know she's so good at at like acting without saying a goddamn thing yeah but knowing what she's thinking or wondering she, like, this movie was cast impeccably and i i appreciate how serious it takes itself Mm. Yes. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. Awesome. Ray Fiennes is so good. Oh my god. He an- another like just like well done expressions. Like when he when he, when she basically makes him like freeze and you, and just like start questioning everything is like this is what I have to do. Like this is <laughs> I, I. Oh my god. It was yeah. so like so well done. Really really yeah. funny and that. Uh, there's a food item that is made towards the end of this movie that oh was one God. of the most delicious oh, things I've I was ever the exact seen. Same thing. My, I can't stop thinking about it. But I'm thinking I, about it right now. Yeah, that's. The, I don't want to spoil that at all. But like, that's the that make that really ties a ribbon on the movie. That with all this other shit, that's the thing that so many people leave this movie being like, oh, I would have fucking devoured that thing. Oh yep. yeah, it. I just oh I can't it it it's so it looks so good and they're eating so all this just high pollutant nonsense <laughs> and best looking thing I've probably seen in a movie yep. was that yeah and I I had a real hard on for the 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 bacon egg and cheese and Harley in the Harley Quinn movie a couple of years ago oh yeah yeah that is a good looking sandwich this. Oh, this Take this, 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 yeah. that, this eats that lunch. It was oh, the best easily. looking thing I've seen in the movie. I want to, I, I want to make it, and I know it won't be as good. Yep. And that I, me. I will probably have. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, all right. We got to stop. We got to move on because I'm just getting way too hungry right now. Um, <laughs> and let's talk about After Sun, an A24 joint. Oh, so you know. I, Saw that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. With my boy Paul Mescal. Um the I, the quietest uh, movie. Of I was gonna say this is such a quiet this is like this is like this year's first cow in some ways, where yeah. for like just like how quiet the movie is. Um, but how like but it's it's quiet for so many re- like the storytelling is so subtle around like exactly what's going on. The actual movie itself is very quiet for so much of it. Like the the it has probably the best ending, like of, of any movie this year at this point as well. Um, with the exception of that one item that we were just talking about in the menu. Um, I this is another movie that I think really deserves a rewatch and it's short enough. That's like, I could just like throw this on at any point, but it's not a movie that you can just like put on in the background. Like I could put knives out oh, on in no. the background and watch it. You have to be watching this movie um, to really just like grasp so much of what is going on. And I, I think I probably grasped like 2% of like all of the things that it is actually going through. 
There, this, yeah, if you're not fully paying attention, not on your phone, not in your own head, if you're not fully paying attention to this movie, you missed it. Because so much of what happens in this movie isn't on the page. It's, it's an expression. It's, uh, it's an, it's a camera angle. It's watching this little girl watch another person or another thing. Uh, I, I, I thought, this movie really summed up what that bridge between childhood and young adulthood or young adulthood and adulthood, like it summed up what that in the middle world is like. Cause yeah, you, yeah. you know, some stuff, but you don't know everything, but right. you, the vibes are all there. And just like what it, it was, I don't know. I, I work granted. I work with kids. So I look at this yeah. stuff differently. But okay. I thought her performance was impeccable, oh, and I amazing. Think Paul Mescal, I love this guy. I think he is one of the best younger actors around because he he, he makes you wonder what is going on up there, and yep. this movie does a great job of not exactly telling you. You have to pay attention and be like remotely empathetic to figure out right. most of what's going on here. Like by the end of this movie, I was kind of sitting there and being like, I think this was one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. But because there's only like a couple big moments in which the movie tries to just say, hey, if you haven't really been paying attention, here's what's kind of right. happening. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Of, there's, a there's a scene of him alone in like the, a hotel room. Yeah, exactly. And that's just like, oh. <laughs> one before yeah. that I like a hundred times more. And the fact that they don't linger on it, and it's just like a split second thing is when he spits his toothpaste. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just, just at, into the mirror at his own reflection. Yep. While his daughter is kind of almost defining what a kid would think of depression. Yeah, it's oh. that's that moment for me was like I I was shocked about how little they were like. Well, we don't really we're not going to go into this, right? Yeah, and and you're wondering, hey, why has he got a cast? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, don't worry about it. But also, yeah, don't worry about it. it. And then, and like, kind of, like, they do go to show her, like, or even, like, the question of, like, uh, why why are we seeing all this on, like, almost like a video footage? And then they kind of explain that, but they don't linger too long on that. You're just kind of, like, it is an, it is experiential more yeah. than, like, anything else. Yes. I, if it was one of those that I would say, like, I don't, I, it's got an incredibly small run. The, you know, the the topic of this, this week's episode is movies with tiny releases. But... Yeah. If you can see it in the theater, just just to have that, like as we talk a lot, that locked in to the visual experience, the no no yep. distractions watching this thing. Yeah, no, and if and when it comes out on video, which I'm a, or uh, streaming, which I'm assuming will be pretty soon, turn like watch it at night. Put your fo- turn your phone time. off. Like treat yep. it like you're going to the movies, and you will yep. get this. Get whatever yep. drink you're drinking and your snacks. And just try to give it your full attention uh, because you it's going to start pulling shit out of you if you if you sit there and let it if you let it engulf you, it will yeah. pull some weird shit out of your body. I, I I didn't expect that. I don't know what I expected, but when it was over, I was like, I feel a lot of feelings. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I had I no idea what to things. expect. I want to talk to my parents. I want to tell my, my my parents I'm sorry for, like, you know, yep. thinking one thing when it was really another thing. I don't know. 
I, yeah. I thought this was uh, just beautifully well done, and it's saying everything in the world about life without saying a single thing. Yeah, I just and bumped up on my personal list just talking. This is the first time I've talked about it. It's, oh, yeah, it's I so... talk, I, I'm the only one I know who's seen it until right now, and it, yeah. it, it I just fucking loved it, man. There's, like, such great juxtaposition, like, within, like, well, as you see um, the daughter, like, in multiple phases, and then uh, as, like, there's there's the two big set-piece moments where each of the two main characters is kind of on their own doing something that they will the other one to, to want to do, but, like, but they're just kind of on their own the whole time. It's 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 so crazy. Like, that the under-pressure moment is is amazing to watch. Uh... And oh, the, so the REM one is also like, that is one of the saddest. Oh my, yeah, no, there's just, there's so much in this movie. <laughs> and this is the director's first feature. Yes. Yep. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah, which, as we said, for how much she gets out of just the way she's framing the shot and the silence yep. of certain moments is absolutely incredible. Yep. Yeah, I, I am. Very, I would love. I don't know that this will. This is. This feels more independent spirit than uh, Oscar, right. um, for sure. It did get but a couple it, indie spirits uh, nominations yeah. the other day, but it also did leave me with a little, uh, like it was probably closest in vibes, uh, which is a clear metric. Um, <laughs> it was closest in vibes to like. Uh, moonlight than anything yes. I've seen in a while where it, it does a masterful job of showing you that child's world and that adult's world and where the two don't exactly link up. I loved it. I, I just don't, I wish it would get more love and respect than it's going to. I think Eric Jenkins gonna... was like a producer on this, wasn't he? Or, or he, he had oh, something shit. to do with this. Yes. Holy shit! You're not. You're, that's right. He what? He did. He did. He was a producer. Yeah. As you said, this I, got some new spirits. I think it's going to get a lot of um, like critics associations that give away awards for like yeah. best first feature. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, okay. this, uh, yeah. Absolutely sweep those. I can't think yeah, of another movie this year that would even yeah like touch that category. I, yeah. I think. Charlotte Wells is gonna is gonna destroy as an actress and as a director. Yep. Sorry, and uh, Paul Mescal, he he's been he's been my man since Normal People on Hulu. He is a phenomenal actor. Yeah, he's only twenty six. That's crazy too. A a movie that I would suggest that's similar to this as well um, is Sofia Coppola's Somewhere. Yes, I never saw that. Uh, it's uh, equally as quiet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, it's about, it's, it's, um, uh, Stephen Dorff plays like a, Deacon Frost, yes. uh, Deacon himself. Yeah. Uh, plays a, like sort of, sort of aging movie star who's like living okay. at the, uh, the Chateau Mormont, like the famous fancy Hollywood hotel and mm-hmm. his daughter's visiting him. And it's kind of got that same vibe of like, what what he's not telling her or showing right. her and it, it, you know that sort of very quiet thing that's a movie i greatly enjoy well if we're talking about other movies then it's time to move on from this one um let's briefly possibly touch on black adam i the hate latest it. dc superhero <laughs> movie. did you yeah 
I had fun. Like, I didn't hate it. I, I thought it was, it was. Okay. okay, okay, both of you. Yeah. Peter, did you really hate it? And Tiggs, did you really have fun? <laughs> it's, I call you... bullshit on both of those phrases. Those statements. I had fun. I had fun moments. <laughs> no, I had, how many moments? Right. The movie is an hour and a half or two hours. How many moments was <laughs> I'll say um, there's that moment where like uh, did... okay, so none. So yeah, this is somewhere in the middle. Uh, it's not a good movie, but it's like it's fine, I guess. Yeah, this <laughs> is what it comes down to. Two hours and five minutes. He, he, I have a laundry list of complaints. Um, I, two hours I'll... and five, really? I felt like this was like yeah, done really quickly. <laughs> oh, two oh five. The okay, so here we go. The Rock barely moves. The Rock barely moves the entire film. 90% of his scenes are him standing still. Just look or like standing still while flying. I mean, look, if you're good, if you're going to look good, then you're going to look good. Like, I don't, you know, you're going to so, move to look so good. This ancient, badass, strong guy. And yet he's. I wish it was called that instead. Yeah. <laughs> And yet he's like so supposed to be kind of the bad guy and the good guy, but then his backstory doesn't super make sense and click with who he is right now because he's also like been buried for five thousand years. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. And so then he's also like workshopping his catchphrase with a little kid fifteen minutes after he wakes up. I thought that that was fun. I also I, thought the whole thing where it's just like they had doors five thousand years ago. I thought that was a fun line. <laughs> like, quit, like it, it, so, I think the action is and the visuals are super flat, especially. It's such a bummer what these movies just don't know what to do with female superheroes. Like mm-hmm. Cyclone, Cyclone is, is not a person in this movie at no, all. She's given the stock characterization of she's smart. Yeah. And that's and, it. And they don't even do anything with it. She never has to be smart. No. To do and her actually accomplish a task. And then she just spins around and likes, uh, the fucking moron whose characterization characterization is oh I eat food. Oh, you mean yep. Ant Man Tom Holland? Yeah, that he, was so. Yeah, so her like the visuals for her power is let's just go to slow motion and zoom in on her face. There's just neither of them needed to be in this movie. No, the the whole other crew didn't need to be in this movie. Like I'm gonna do. I thought the guy who was playing Hawkman. I liked Aldous Hodge as Hawkman in not a Black Adam movie. And I thought Pierce Brosnan was good as Dr. Fate, but not in a Black Adam movie. Yeah. They, never, I think that, they didn't need these people. Like, I don't, I know they needed to have a, a foil uh, for Black Adam, but they, like, not these guys. No. They these need guys yeah. their own thing. And, let them build out the whole cast because if there's four people on a team and I only know two of them, yeah. not doing a good job. And just yeah. the, the fact there's a fucking kid on a skateboard. It's like, oh, what year is it? And like the the sequence in which the kid was sneaking around to try to Are skateboards escape. not cool anymore. Do I have to no. get rid of my skateboards? <laughs> the, the, when these no, like, you're in your late thirties. You're gonna be pretty soon. And this kid is 15. <laughs> so to the be kid fair, they're longboards. Running around, so. and it's like, 
he's like walking downstairs, skateboards from one stair landing to the next, then walks down the stairs again. It was driving me insane. It was a real Bart Simpson moment. I you gotta be so much. I thought it was. Oh, I just couldn't. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought it was plain. Um, yeah, I, representation is cool, and I like seeing uh, brown people get a, a superhero. But what I like more than that is watching people who haven't got a superhero get a, a good one. And yeah. this movie is not good. But I I don't think it's as shitty as Pete does, and I don't think it's as I don't know. I this was the I, I said my letterbox review was this was the most aggressively average movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and you're you're not wrong. <laughs> it doesn't do a single thing good. It does a lot of stuff bad, but as, as far as superhero movies go, it it just it it doesn't. I, I, I had I wasn't moved at all. I sat there and then I was happy that I saw the movie at three fifteen after work because I got to be <laughs> home at thirty. So it was it was like the it was a fifty. If you if a one to ten, it was a five. I would Total agree five. with that. Like it is, it, I, it, I probably would have said six. Anything, <laughs> I, I there's no fucking way I would. I would <laughs> before I said this was a six. But I also don't think it was a four. It, I feel like it is smack down the middle, whatever. You, I won't think about it ever again. I don't care about it. I don't give a shit about the cameo at the end. Because the cameo at the end should be fucking Shazam. Yeah, well, that that is 100% true. Yeah, like that, that was really, that, that didn't make any sense. I was like, why? Why is it happening right now? Um when does the Shazam movie come out? Is that Christmas? Was, I thought it was supposed to be the Christmas. I thought I got pushed back to next year, but did it get pushed no. up again? No, Flash was supposed to be Christmas, and that was supposed to be next year. But then I think they flipped them, so I think that might be this year. I have to look into that in a few. Um, all right. No, it's 2023. Oh, we get Aquaman this year? What do we get this year? No, I'm yeah, what is I thought everything got pushed back. So Shazam is currently listed for March. There's only four weeks left in the year. Like, what's still coming out? <laughs> There's not a lot. That's the thing. Like, that's why I brought up uh, just inside baseball again, like talking, thinking about our top tens. There's not a lot of like late December releases other than Babylon. Yeah, yeah. that that trailer looks nuts. That's supposed I to be am, a lot i'm also excited to oh, see that God. movie so i can stop seeing the trailer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh and uh, aquaman's set for next december oh wow okay what so is that three dc movies next year uh i don't i have no idea i'm i'm not going to try to guess what the ha- what is happening to the flash movie <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I also assume that that move is just never going to happen. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about Armageddon time. Um, this is another one I agree completely with Ru- Russ said on Letterbox. Ooh, what did Russ say in Letterbox for this one? Uh, I can't remember the wording exactly, but like... Oh, here we go. I know what James Gray is trying to say, and the kids are great, but something is keeping this movie from being a top 10 or 15 film of the year, and I can't fully put my finger on it. So, Same. Yes. So like, that is 100% I think true. This movie is good. I think this it's movie, good. It is good. I think Anthony Hopkins is great 
and I was he's great. Yeah. First, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, you're telling me Anthony Hopkins is a New York City Queens 1980s Jew? Well, he he he. So he was Eastern European and then grew up in London before coming to America. Yeah. And that that saved everything. <laughs> as soon as he said he was from Liverpool, I was like, bravo. Because we're all listening to this guy, right? Yeah, I, right. Yeah, I was exactly. completely out until he had that conversation uh, with, the, with the little boy, who I thought was very – I thought the kids were awesome. The kids were really yeah. good in this. It's just this movie is not saying anything uh, that is new or um, fun to hear. Yeah, it's, Dang, it's you know shit's fucked, right? Yeah, yeah. I do like it as a slice of life. Oh, like I think a lot of different artists will try to show heroic people too much, mm. and not just show like this is when I learned that. I could I could be a villain without thinking I am or I yeah. could do something wrong while thinking it was right for me or I can start to understand what my privilege but also what I'm what I don't have like the kid at the beginning like is talking like his family is like super rich yeah and yeah. They are by comparison to the people below them but I think he right. he's like really showing like this is when I learned that like I truly didn't know anything about the world yeah yeah then he goes to this other okay. school, and it's like, oh, no, that's rich. Yeah, right. That's exactly. Rich. And if I'm here, can I still interface with people who are not here? Yeah. And if not, he, he, and it, to say nothing of race, like, I'm now a rich white kid. Should I be hanging out with or black. I don't know. And I, I was I expected to feel some sort of way about this movie that wasn't great. And I was waiting for the tone deaf moment. And the tone deaf moment doesn't really happen. No. Me, yeah. It's ju it's just by the time it ends, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, so many other movies would end with him like helping that kid. Right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Or like the family taking that kid in, or something. Like it's not. It, That's it, not real. It like teases white savoring. Yes. It. It. And I was fucking scared that was gonna happen. But what would really, what what more likely does happen is people say, "All right, my kid's good. All right, cool, great. Uh, I can give a shit less about another kid." And that is honest. I just don't know if I'm supposed to be surprised by that or not. Like, I think this movie might resonate with, and it's a good movie. I, I liked it. I think this movie might resonate more with like people who don't get shit. Yes. Um, yeah. Especially. Like, as you and said, I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, like I would show this movie to people yeah. and watch them be like, Oh my God, I never knew that. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. I like him being saved at the end. The the main character is like when his dad's just like, you know, look, we are that I just fixed that guy's boiler and charge yeah, I just happened to fix this. Uh, yeah, I just happened to be there. Like this is yeah. this is all luck. It wasn't the family standing. It wasn't the like his mother's family's the more well off one. It was just his fucking yeah. blue collar dad did one nice thing once. It was like that's how close we are. I love him figuring that stuff out. Like yeah, about. Yeah 
what is their actual situation like from learning about it from many different sides like he's learning about it um he's learning about money from his dad he's learning about race from this friend he's learning about religion from his grandfather and it's just all eye-opening to be like this world's much bigger and i don't really understand what i have and do not have yeah uh, I, I thought he was. I thought the again the kids. I thought were just phenomenal. The kids um, are fantastic. They really knock it out. They, yeah, they really are. And I was like, I couldn't put my finger on where I knew the the main kid from. And I still, I know he was in the black phone. I just can't remember who he was. Oh. But comic thread between this and the black phone, uh, some of the best uh, scenes of child abuse I've seen in movies in a minute. The beatings, they felt real. Oh my god, they were. It was like it was tough to watch. It, it was oh, just yeah. like the shouting and like the actual tone of voice. Like it was, it it felt very real and like. And up until the, like ten years ago, like it was oh maybe twenty, you were just straight up allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also in the black phone, that kid calls Fred Trump, right? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I I really enjoyed Armageddon Time. Uh, it just bothers me that somebody out there is going to talk about Armageddon Time like it's this yeah. uh, prescient thing ever. And I'm like, it's just the world. Yeah, but as you said, it's like it feels like there's a piece missing. But you look at the puzzle and you're like, no, this puzzle's done. I right. don't. Yeah. I don't know what it is. As you said. Yeah. That's keeping and, and, it from from being high on my list. Yeah. I, I think it's, I hate to say the subject matter. It's like, this is well-worn territory for me. Yeah. I get it. So because I get it, you can't surprise and wow me with these family and racial uh, class relations because it's like, it's my whole fucking thing. So maybe for people who don't think about this stuff, maybe this is, like a great movie, but yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's like one of the best movies that I just can't put up there for some reason Yeah, that I don't understand why, but it's very good. I think you should see it, but if you love it, I, I if you love it. I, I judge you. Yeah. If you like it, you're fine. Yeah. This is, this is fine. No um, pressure. But yeah, well, let us know what you think. Um, all right, Pete, the Fablemans. Ah, uh, from, from one Jewish dinner table to another. That's kind of where I was going with this. Yep. Uh, this movie's fucking incredible. <laughs> this movie is like near. I, I like I, I couldn't. Oh my god, I want to see it again. Like it's just so, and it's long, but it's like it's it's just there's so much in there. And it's so funny and it's like so like heart wrenching and it's like there's just it's you could tell just how lovingly this movie was made. Yes, I think some of the trailers made it seem like it was going to be like that kid falling in love with movies. That's been a big thing. And it's really not that at all that that the ones the 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 wide eyed kid looking at a movie screen is like the opening scene. And that's kind of it. It's more about. It's more about him discovering his gift in that instead yeah. of and not just a love, but like his gift through figuring out how he actually sees the world around him. 
and it, and like everyone in it is super great. Uh, the, there's the the, the parents, uh, Paul Dano, um, and uh, oh my god, like, I, I feel like there's yeah. and Michelle Williams are so good. Michelle Williams, um, acting up a storm. She's in this at like so many, just like a, a character that goes through so many different emotions throughout this entire movie. And you're just kind of watching it and like trying to like, as, as you like watch the children try and understand their mother and you're kind of like feeling a similar, it's, it's, it's really incredible. Like, but like you never, but never judgmental like uh, uh, of her, what she's kind of going through. Um, God, it's so I like a lot of people peg Spielberg sometimes with like oversimplifying certain things. And I think he's been he's had a string of movies that like try to do too much at the ending to like repeat the the bit like Bridge of Spies is a really good movie. But it ends like three times with the same sort of like, yes, we know what the point was. You don't have to keep telling us. Yeah, but it's still great. This movie, I, I think, just start simple. The, the The opening conversation that his parents have to him about he's afraid of seeing this movie. Yeah. And the the sort of. The camera's swinging back and forth between his parents, who completely disagree with what a movie is. Yeah, right. And, what, and, and how do you how do you explain it to a kid so they wouldn't be afraid? Is so simple, so simply written, and yet incredible. <laughs> it's so beautiful, and like, it, and the movie doesn't stop there. Like all those scenes that like should be like, there are some reviews from people that do eye roll at this stuff, but I think if you lock in with it. Every single it, it, all these moments sing it like the 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 other bit of a line people like talking about how he changes a bully's mind. That scene is so well written with how yes. much neither character knows what the hell's going on. Yep. Oh, 100 percent. That that entire like the last 30 minutes from like prom onwards yeah. is like uh, is truly I mean um and and of course like the uh, I will say though like the very last scene is phenomenal like one of the it, it's just such like this this like movie nerd scene but it's <laughs> so great <laughs> but I, I it works in so many ways that like show him like. I I don't I kind of don't want to spoil what the end of this. Yeah, movie. it's hard to talk about. Yeah, I think we just uh, gotta. But yeah. the ca- the cameo is so good. Mm-hmm. And then of course the final shot of this movie is I'm like sorry. you leave the theater skipping. Yep. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I've I've rarely been in a better mood by the end of a movie, um, which I... is one of the things that Spielberg does best. You know what I mean? Like that is that that is one of the things that like you go to a Spielberg movie to like feel and come out like almost like rejuvenated in times like he can do that like no other director can yeah it's uh, it's it's such a shame that i got such a it, it was like this should be the biggest word of mouth movie but it opened so small that no one was able to see it yeah i don't understand that at all it's a spielberg so like well, what's going on you can't build I don't get it. Mouth that way like why this should have opened on either the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest opening, and then went huge. This movie tried to platform in a way that just made people mad that they couldn't go see it. The, one, I didn't... This movie's been out for, what, a month now? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was out until, like, ten days ago. 
I didn't realize it was out until I, I saw that Pete saw it on, on our movie list. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, and that was 10 days ago. But um, <laughs> once I saw that, I'm like, wait, it's out? And then I was like, it, I thought all those reviews were just, you know, people who see end of year shit and are talking about it. I know fucking That's not good. I yeah. pay attention to release dates, and I had no fucking one of uh so ton of oscar stuff that we'll talk about when we get to next year about this uh one of the b- big fun stories about this that i'm very interested to see what happens is that apparently the premiere audiences and like a couple of the premiere audiences uh judd hirsch was getting standing ovations when he leaves the movie he, he was i love judd hirsch in this movie <laughs> he's incredible he he's he's in it for like maybe six to ten minutes and he yep. completely steals the camera Oh, um, it's, it's amazing. And he's so good. And uh, the young Spielberg explains what a Spielberg shot is to him. It oh, was, my God. <laughs> so, uh, quick before before it actually all happens. Tiggs, what is your what is your thought process on Michelle Williams going lead actress instead of supporting? Do you have a take on that? Huh. I I think she deserves the lead mention. But yeah. I, I can't think of like who else. Who else is she up against at this point for leader supporting? Because I think they're like yo, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. Lead is Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett, most likely. That, then, then I think that she should. I think she deserves leading, but she should probably go supporting because I think she'll take thing, it. I think she would she win. She will her. not beat either of those people, and I didn't even see this. No. Movie. I think she would win in a landslide if she went supporting. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But she's not. Uh, weird no and no she's not she's in 80 percent of this movie yeah especially because it's i think if you start to argue that she's the lead of she's one of the leads of this movie you almost argue yourself into this movie having no leads that so is just, yes it, uh, yeah to- totally 100 percent. but she's incredible well i just can't i again having not seen the movie i can't see her one i i will riot if we'll show you and if Michelle Yeoh does it again, I'm assuming it's Kate Blanchett, which I'm fine with. I'm just annoyed because I did see Tar recently, and that movie slaps. I haven't seen it yet. Tar is. I literally had to look up who the cameo, who plays the person at the end, because I didn't realize it was them. And now I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I for a second, I knew he was in this movie, and I forgot. And I thought it was Jeffrey Rush for a second. I oh my god like it that, that like talk about a transformation like holy crap <laughs> yeah yeah tar tar is fant tar another one up into the pantheon of great last shots really okay oh, oh yeah but but it would I mean Kate Blanchett's incredible don't get me wrong and she and that movie's completely hers but like this would be her third Oscar yeah everyone yeah. wants this to be Michelle's first. That would be great. I mean, she she steals this movie every time she's on screen. Honestly, yeah. like um, the, the, I meant with Michelle, a lesser I want to see Michelle Yeoh's, but I wish I wish Michelle Williams could also get an Oscar this year. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I well, wish I just wish both Michelles. Let's do another. It's been a couple decades since the last tie. Let's do a tie again. Is it? Yeah. Is that, yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Oh, um, God, yeah, figure out how you're going to see this. Yeah, you've got to you got to see it. However you can. I think it comes. Uh, to streaming on like December eighth, maybe I want to say. I'm trying to remember. I was looking oh, up yes. like streaming right. dates. Cool. 
not going to worry about the theater then. Because I think uh, Banshees is the 13th. Um, and I want to say that this is the 8th, but I'm not 100%. I, can, I, I honestly can't believe that a Spielberg movie did not get a wide release. It it, it feels... It's so weird. Real weird. Because it also like tried to go wide when all of a sudden there were a ton of movies out. Yeah. But also, everyone was flooding Knives Out theaters last week. Like, why not just save it till Christmas and put it out then? Like, this would be such a perfect Christmas movie, honestly. Because I said, there's, everyone's afraid of Avatar. And I think Avatar is going to oh. do that. But I, I think Avatar is the has a giant target on its back for counter-programming. And I think Avatar is going to make, I don't know, probably $1.5 billion and yep. be considered a disappointment because it's Two point seven billion dollars, <laughs> and this is a weird world we now live in. Yep, it's we're gonna make what went wrong with Avatar? It's only the f- fourth highest grossing movie ever made, and I'm so not ready to hear those terrible takes. <sighs> All right, we got one more to talk about. Let's talk about Wakanda Forever. Whew, this I saw this. I I was uh, getting on a flight the next morning on that Saturday, uh, uh, the day after it came out, and I was like, I need to see it. I'm not going to be able to see this in France. Like I, what what showtime is coming up? Oh, there's a 10:30 p.m. showtime. Let me go to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. I I had a, uh, a a weekend of debaucherous drinking games upstate. And came home and realized if I don't see this movie right now, I'm gonna my life's fucked. So yeah, I yeah. was I hungoverly went to the theater and saw it, and it's like two hours and forty minutes, and I was there for it. Now, granted, yep. I was I think they know that you're emotionally hooked because yep. of what happened to Chadwick. So they could have yep. made this movie three hours, and I don't think people would have said boo. Nope. And I think that they handle Chadwick's death very well. Very well. Um, I didn't know I cared that much. Yeah. I yeah. really did not realize I cared that much until I watched like the oh, the know, the cold open, the Marvel like Studios. The, it's like the, oh the that 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 oh. was great. Uh, I didn't all real, I, I was like, I was like, what's Just going kidding. on? Why am I having feelings? Why am I having feelings about <laughs> a comic book movie open? And but then to it, show his like the death of that character, but only from Shuri's point of view at that point, and yep. like what she was doing, and like how really that affected, like very smart, like very very yep. well done. And yeah, I, I appreciate them making it an, more of an ensemble piece. Yeah, obviously, yep. Shuri's kind of like a lead if there is a lead. But yep. um, making it more of an ensemble piece, showing the world in, in more detail, and, and letting uh, Angela Bassett cook. Like, she's Ooh. never been a bad actress, ever. Nope. She's just never re- – she, she got her shot in the, early, in the early 90s. And then I guess they were like, oh, you're 40, uh, you're done. Meanwhile, she's 60 now and doesn't look a day over 40 still. She looks yeah. phenomenal, and she is, she's so good. She's so good. All of her emotion and her feeling makes all the sense in the world. I like this movie so much. 
the only thing I have an issue with really is the the make the tying it to other shit with uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. And yeah, um, the, it, it just the, didn't really have a place in the movie to me. I get where I they're enjoyed coming. the Martin Freeman stuff. But I didn't really care for any of the the Julia Louis Dreyfus stuff. 100%. Right, like once, once when it was Freeman, I understand his relationship to this world and these movies. Yeah. So I'm fine with that. But once you add Julia Louis Dreyfus, and it's not her characterization or her acting, it's just I know what you're trying to do, and like the first Black Panther movie stood on its own and was yep. very, and this one should be that. I understand yeah. that the world is getting bigger and there are powers at force that probably want want to fuck with Wakanda. Let that happen in the Thunderbolts movie. I don't need to see it happen now. Yeah. Or and like in a post credit scene in another movie. I don't need yeah. it right now. And like, if you were to cut all the Julia Louis Dreyfus stuff out of this movie, it's like what, like fifteen minutes, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. tw- like it's not, it's not that much, and it doesn't. Subtra- like nothing gets subtracted from this movie no. at all. You yeah. lose nothing other than you get to leave sooner. Yeah, yeah their exactly. To-do list, their to-do list is just so long for this. Yeah. And 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 uh, when you have that to-do list that long, you also need to be like, okay, but we also have to deliver action to people. And I think that's why you need you that's why they have that first um the the raid of the 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 Wakandan compound, but it's not yeah. like but in the long run, as you said, like by the end of the movie, you don't care about it anymore. You don't need it. Yeah. Like, so figure something else out because the top of their to-do list was make sure Shuri is the main character. And she is the main character from second one, as you guys yeah. said, yeah. like how they center T'Challa's death around her is incredible. How much they yep. like, as you guys said, it made you remember that you care, but you were never like, well, T'Challa's not here. Right. It no, was, yeah, you never think that you because you know what she is going through, and it's just one long shot of her trying to figure it. Yep. I don't think it ever cuts, like, and no. it, it, it's just fantastically done. Um, yep. This yeah. also had some of the best natural. I don't know. I, I don't know what was on a, a set, what was in a that Marvel like studio that can make shit look like it's there when it's not. But this felt so. Like similar to the uh, Eternals, which is a flawed movie, the the some of the shots in this movie. Oh no! This does this. I a hundred percent agree. This is everything about like those long vista shots or whatever that are in this is like. Oh, this is what I wanted from Eternals. Well, that's this is. It's 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 good and bad that they recognize like we 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 do have Chloe Zhao to thank for that when she was like talking like apparently. Are like talking to Kevin Feige, being like, "Why can't we just go find a place that looks like this?" And then when yeah. he saw the footage, he's like, "This looks incredible." And she's like, "Yeah, that's how movies are made." <laughs> <laughs> so did you I see think, the Fablemans? Yeah, I think Kugler understands that the one thing we can't fake is beaches. Mm-hmm. They will look, like water will look so bad. So yes. every scene of someone on a beach looking at the ocean is a real place, and it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then, I mean, we've said nothing of our uh, short, shorted daddy, uh, Namor. Holy fucking Holy shit. crap. What a good He's, villain. What a good, like, understand. What like, a you good just... fucking antagonist. He yep. ruled 
I what well, he is he's now up there. Granted, the list isn't long. One of the best quote unquote villains in a Marvel movie or show. Yeah, not close. Not even close. Because it's so understandable what he's doing and why he's doing it. Like they're they're most of the time you're just like, all right, you're crazy. It's the Joker. Like whatever. You know, like and that that's like one end of the spectrum. And then there's this end of the spectrum, which is just like, oh, this dude is like this dude's got a plan. And I get why he's doing it for his people. Um and then there's everything I in thought between. his plan was almost better than Killmonger's. And I yep. identified with Killmonger. But yeah. he's yeah. he because Killmonger like the difference between Killmonger and Namor, Namor is Namor is a hundred percent right. What he says yeah. is gonna happen is gonna happen. Yep. But they it's play already happening. But they play with that so well when he's like, I get you, you're making sense, and the same thing but when he's like, So my my solution is to kill you or these other people. And it's like, oh, that's what makes a a good villain or a good uh, anti-hero, if you want to give that to name a uh, Namor in this, and it's it's that stuff. But it doesn't like it's not bombastic when he does that stuff. No, no. It's, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, he he is phenomenal. I think I'm, I'm curious to see where his character goes next because I thought uh, he was in the same studio issue that Hulk is in where he can't have his own movie. But I oh, feel interesting. Like, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I think he's in that same, uh, can't have a movie or yeah. can't be the star of a movie. What the plan is because they just built up one, a phenomenal character and an awesome taste of a world that mm-hmm. there's no way they're doing that without really going back to it. And I feel like, to just be tacked onto Thunderbolts, which as it stands right now to me, feels like a, like a kind of like a Wakanda versus these people. I don't know. I just, they got to figure out where this guy comes in. Because I need to see him again. And I need to see him again real soon. Yeah. Um, so as with, with the water stuff, my big complaint kind of similar to the first one is the, the set piece at the end is such gobbledygook in oh i i couldn't tell you what was happening it was such on a the boat on the yeah, they they oh yeah i have no idea yeah they went so much and they made so much of it work that i thought was a real headache it's that was unnecessary. Like the i would have loved it if the earliest as i said going back to before the earliest set pe- the earliest action sequence was um the fight on the bridge which looked a hundred times better. Yeah. yeah. And, and also had, was, was cool because it was freaky. Uh, them doing that kill yourself shit. Yeah. 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 That was, that was super creepy. <laughs> I love, I, I was like, Ooh, I'm getting like horror vibes from yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this movie. Yeah. Probably like the one, of the, again. one of the heaviest lifts of a movie that 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 I can think of. Yeah, it, it's incredible. It's incredible that they made it this good because it is it's like for me, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's overstuffed with a lot of too much things, as we we kind of said before, which make which like 
definitely, you know, granted it was going to be very difficult to be as good as the first one. Yeah, right. Um, it does bum me out a little bit about what, like, the the future of Marvel movies, if even, like, its Academy Award-nominated one still had to, like, drag this other Marvel shit behind it in this one. Right. Like, it, like that, that was what bothered me. Like, Black Panther original felt like its own thing. Like, it was, like, it was expanding the Marvel Universe without having to uh connect the marvel universe yeah and this feels like it's expanding wakanda and adding uh telecon but also connecting and the first movie didn't have to do the connecting it just got to build and it it stinks a little bit but this was also probably the hardest movie to make period the end and yeah I appreciate what they came out with because I was on board initially as I want to see Black Panther. I want to see uh, Chadwick Boseman replaced. That's my stance. And they found a way to please me without giving me exactly what I want. And that's yes. very, very hard to do. The um, I absolutely think this should win costumes again. I think the design stuff for oh. all of the uh, uh, people from Telecon is so gorgeous. My my one weird complaint though is that I don't like her Black Panther suit. Oh, it's too. Okay. It's got too much going yeah. on. It's too yeah, busy. she's. Yeah. I think it it would probably be a better design on a bigger person, but since she's so compact, it's so busy. I yeah. think they were trying to say she's like a hybrid of her brother and uh, Killmonger. Yeah, but Killmonger's wasn't even that busy. No, his mask no. busier, and he had the the fangy things around his neck. But that was really it. Is yeah, it's just a little too much, I, which is annoying because, as I said, the the their other new costumes are gorgeous, and all the funeral attire in this movie was so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And the 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 post credits, like I don't look at the post credit scene as holy shit, can you believe what they're about to do in 25 right. years? But it it's like a nice coda to let you know that, like, nah, I don't know, his spirit lives on in a certain sort of yeah. way. That stuff normally doesn't mean shit to me, but I think this movie got me in an emotionally compromised state. I was like, that's really nice. And yeah. it took me to help. Couldn't have, it, fuck it, the movie's almost a month. Couldn't have helped that. Couldn't have hurt that that kid was one of the cutest kids I've ever seen in my life. Agreed. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yes, awesome. <laughs> I love this kid so much. I I want him. Oh god, it it's it. This movie had a had one of the heaviest lifts ever, and for it yeah. to even come close to sticking a landing is very impressive. Agreed. Yep, hundred percent. So R.I.P. <sighs> <laughs> oh god all right anything, all right so the we had a couple others that we actually cut from the list does anyone want to say anything about those other ones or should we just should we just end this one we can yeah i cut two just because they're going to be oscar stuff uh decision to leave incredible banshees of Sharon, incredible go see both of those i want to all right i i can't wait until i can um banshees is is in particular is just like it's it's in like Lincoln like uh, like Plaza or Lincoln Square. That's it right now. I yeah. think still. It's not. It's um, their release as well. Um, which is I, disappointing. I hope all of these movies when they get Oscar nominated, they're on a service. 
everything's getting yeah. bumped. Or maybe it was we get closer before Avatar comes out, like flood the theater with all these movies that people didn't get a chance to see. That would be nice. Or um, when Avatar's out, have six theaters for Avatar and then like a couple for everything every like that people wanted to see. I can't wait for Avatar though. You guys, oh man, I can't wait for Avatar. No, uh, you can That's find us on the web, movie, movie podcast. You can find us on Twitter, or you can find Russ on Twitter at the very least, and Letterbox, and everywhere on social media as Russ Incredible. You can find Peter on Letterbox as Pete Peter Petey. You can find me on Letterbox and Strava as Johnny Tiggs. Um, and you can find us in January, probably, right? Or do we want to do one before when Avatar comes out? If we can, we can, but I yeah. doubt it all. Yeah, it would either be around Avatar or the first week of January when Megan comes out. Ooh, yeah. Oh, is it, it is, uh, I, I think, in a, and it's been a long time as a movie, movie podcast collective, we might need to see Megan together. <laughs> okay. I am, I'm, I'm I, so down. Yeah. I have never, I, I was, I was telling Lizzie earlier, I was like, I, I just, she was like, that looks so dumb. That was like the dumbest movie ever. I've like to see stupid ass movies together. So you're out because you're not going to like it. I'm going to love it. That might be my lockout of 2023. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I can't wait. I've never been more excited about a movie ever. Oh, they showed the trailer last night before Glass Onion. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this looks so good. I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> I want to be Megan for Halloween next year. That's a great idea. That is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, maybe we'll see you all again before the end of the year. If not, have a good December. And we'll see you in January. Happy holidays. Um, happy holidays. And see you all next time on the movie movie podcast so it's it's about uh jeff bridges's character <laughs>